Hi, and welcome to the Movement and Mindfulness podcast with me, Erica Webb of Erica Webb Yoga and Pilates. In this podcast, I, along with my guests, will explore what it means to move as an act of self-kindness and self-discovery. We'll look at the ways movement, mindset, and mindfulness support us to be and do the things we so desire in the world. I truly believe that movement has the ability to expand our capacity to show up for the things that are important to us. And I'm here to help you embrace the idea of movement as a powerful tool for wellness, rather than just another thing you think you should be doing. I'm thrilled you're here. Let's do this. Hey there, and welcome to episode 41 of the Movement and Mindfulness podcast. I'm Erica, and as always, super thrilled to have you here. So today I wanted to talk about judgment, and I wanted to talk a little bit about why I maybe have a a little bit of a different take on this whole notion of, you know, things being judgment-free or spaces being judgment-free zones or that kind of offhanded comment of, oh, you know, no judgment. Um, And why I think that might not be the best way to consider judgment and how we might like to reframe it so that we feel kind of like better about ourselves when we you know, wonder how come everyone else can maybe do the no judgment thing and we know that we're still judging in our head. So that's what we're going to dive into. So this notion of, you know, judgment, what I want to make sort of where I want to start is talking about the fact that judgments are automatic. Our mind is a judgment making machine because that is how we efficiently move through the world. If every time we were faced with an option, we had to like really think, "Mm, do I like that? Do I not like that? Do I want that one more than the other one? We'd be pretty paralyzed. And I know that I can be a bit of an overthinker. And if that applied to every single thing in my life, things would be tricky. And so, you know, judgments are automatic. We have this way of, of just sort of knowing, yeah, I like that. I don't like that. I prefer this over that. And that is a helpful thing. That is allowing us to move through the world with more efficiency than we would otherwise have. And it gives us some level of, you know, certainty, I suppose, as well, in the sense that we kind of know what we like and we know what we don't. And yet we're sort of faced with this idea, particularly in the sort of wellness and and yoga world, where we're told no judgment, drop your judgments, leave your judgments at the door. Yet if judgments are automatic how do we do that? Because this is the tricky thing. We can't really control our thoughts. Thoughts happen because we have brains and, you know, we don't have an off switch for that. So, you know, we're often sort of, I think, faced with this statement and perhaps led to believe that we should be able to control our thoughts, that we should be able to be free of judgment But the reality is that those thoughts are going to pop up quite of their own accord and you can't control that. And so getting into a fight with your thinking mind is a really good way to drive yourself crazy because it just doesn't really work. So if we can't control our thinking and judgments are happening all the time, what, where are we left Where we're left is in the recognition that between making a judgment and deciding whether or not we're going to believe it, act on it, 
say it out loud, getting that space to, you know, get a little bit of perspective and decide if we really want to follow that automatic judgment that we've made. So for instance, you know, to keep it really simple and kind of benign, um, if we were offered the choice between, I don't know, a kale smoothie or a banana one, banana chocolate one, there would be an automatic judgment. Like I can tell you for sure, I would go for the banana and chocolate smoothie any day over the kale one. But then at some point we want to have that space to be like, oh, you know, I just made this automatic judgment. Is that really what I want? Is that really true? Is that really, you know, kind? Whatever it is that we're we're kind of going for. And this is what I think is really interesting on our yoga mats when we think about non-judgment towards ourselves. Some of the judgments that we make about ourselves are really deeply held. You know, we've been repeating them to ourselves for years. And so suggesting that and expecting that we could just drop those, I think is is cruel in some ways because it sets us up to be in a position where we really can't do that because, you know, they pop up into our mind. And so if we are in a place where because the judgments pop up, we decide that that makes us a bad person, then we just, you know, end up in this spiral that can be kind of hard to pull ourselves out of. If instead we go, oh, look, there I am making another judgment. Isn't that interesting? And then we give ourselves the space to sort of go like, what do I want to choose now? Do I want to choose to follow this thought? Do I want to choose to to go in a different direction? Then we get the the control, not of our thoughts, but of where we choose to place our attention, what we choose to believe and how we choose to respond and act. And it's in that moment that we get to choose kindness, that we get to choose in the direction of supporting ourselves and being kind, you know, beyond ourselves as well, kindness to ourselves and kindness outward. And I think that this is, um, really important in terms of the way that we treat ourselves. Because if we really expect that we can be without judgment, then we are placing an expectation on ourselves that is really hard to fulfill. And then we can wonder why, like, am I a horrible person? Because I just judged that thing. I just judged that person. I just judged what was said no, you're not a horrible person. You're a person with a brain and your brain is making connections and making decisions. And then you get to choose whether or not you're going to follow that, you know, quick, quick assessment that your brain has made based on all the things that have come before. Just because something happens automatically doesn't mean we have to buy into it. It doesn't mean that it represents the truth. It doesn't mean that it even represents who we are. It represents just, you know, a process that's gone on quite automatically and then popped into our mind. So I think that this approach to judgment and sort of how we, how we assess what that means really takes a lot of pressure off of us. And it actually opens up more capacity to drop the judgments because that dropping of judgments then isn't an expectation that we don't ever have them. It's that realization that we will have them and we'll have them forever, but we get to choose what we do with the automatic nature of that. And we get to 
take that time in between, you know, the automatic judgment and what we do with it. So I hope that helps. I think that often we're fed so much information about things that we aspire to, not really knowing what other people's internal experience of them are. And so we can come to believe that we're the only person who isn't getting this right. And so I hope that that is comforting for you to know that we're all judging. It's just human nature, but you do get to choose what you do with that automatic judgment. And, you know, as always, I hope you choose kindness towards yourself and the people around you. So that's it from me. I hope that that lands well with you. I'd love to know what you think. I'd love to know if this is the way that you approach judgment. Um, If you have some ideas that you'd love to share with me or some insights, I'd love to hear them. You can come over and find me on Instagram. I'm at Erica Web Yoga. You'll also find my website in the show notes and, uh, you know, you can email me through there as well. If you're listening and you've been listening for a while and you're enjoying it, I would love you to leave me a rating and review and don't forget to subscribe. It really does make a difference to, um, you know, other people finding the show and I do, you know, love, love to see them come through. So thank you so much. And one last little comment from me before I wrap up. If you are looking for support with these ideas, moving in a way that allows you to, you know, be kind towards yourself and also explore these sort of nuances, then I would love you to come and join me in the Mindful Movement Virtual Studio. The doors are open and I'd love you to, you know, come over and check it out if these ideas resonate with you, if you're kind of done with punishing yourself and you're looking for ways to really nurture you and your well-being through movement, mindfulness. I'd love to support you in that. You can find more details at ericawebyoga.com.au forward slash virtual studio. And I hope you're having a good day wherever you are. I'll look forward to talking to you again soon. Bye.